The haunt in Atascadero's Haunted Valentine is back for five nights. That's coming up on today's show. Welcome to the show. I'm Philip. On the HAN Show, we bring the haunted attraction industry to you every weekday. We have news, education, and on-location coverage from Halloween experiences worldwide. Whether you're a professional or an enthusiast, each episode helps you better prepare for Halloween. Outside of this podcast, we have videos, education, and a weekly free newsletter. Links to everything are in the show notes. Atascadero is about midway between Los Angeles and the Bay Area. Despite being in this isolated market, the haunt in Atascadero has been growing steadily over the years. And opening for Valentine's is a tradition for the haunt. They're up to five show nights this season, plus a lights on tour. That puts them squarely at the top of the longest running Valentine's show among haunts in California. So I made the trek up and stopped by on Valentine's Day to hear about this year's event from the owner. Here's Chris. My name is Chris Towers, and I am the owner of The Hunt in Atascadero. We started doing a little home hunt, and then yeah, probably about nine years ago, we started going commercial. Some of the volunteers have been with me from the very beginning, and they're just amazing. It's like your family. We come together on the weekends, we build, we have fun, and then we get to put on a great hunt, and the community loves us. I get stopped all the time in the grocery store, and people tell me about their experience here, and I wouldn't trade that for anything. We always tell them whatever path you take will dictate your adventure tonight. And roughly, what's the square footage? This building's 3,200 square feet. Wow, okay. So we've rapidly outgrown it, but yep. with real estate being what it is in California, we're kind of at our limit, but yeah, fingers crossed someday. And we are talking in February because you were opened for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just a reopening of the standard haunt. There were there's a Valentine's storyline, there's Valentine's characters. Tell us about that. We used to do a complete re-theming where we would rebuild everything from October to Valentine's Day and it just it got too much as we grew. So now we try and take the same base from October and then we'll add touches here and there to try and give it a Valentine's theme. And then when we do our pre-show speeches with our audience, we really try and engage them as couples and not as victims as much. So that way it's a little bit more intimate and a little more of the romantic side of Valentine's Day. Yeah. Can you walk us through the rough storyline for Valentine's? Basically, we start off with you going into a cemetery and then in the cemetery you enter into a crypt. And then the crypt keeper will open a secret passageway, if you will, to the elevator which drops you down into an underground lair for the vampires. So every room you go through is in some way related to that underground lair where the vampires rule yep. and humans are, well, one could say guests, but more arguably food. Yep. And all the vampires come at them from every room. It's great and personally I like it because at the end when people come out, half the time you'll always hear people going, how did we get back upstairs? And, <laughs> Every time you hear that, you know you immerse them in that experience you provided for them. There's like an improv actor in there as well, mm -hmm. right? So they really get to spend time with the characters. That's the one thing that I love. People always tell us that we should put more people through here and turn it into more of the traditional Congo line. That's just not what we like doing here. I like whenever you come with your group, we try and limit you to five or less. That's your group to enter. And we try and do about a minute and a half spacing. So inevitably groups will run to each other, but at least for the first half of the haunt, it's just you, just your group, just you guys getting scared, and that's what our audience loves. 
Why do you think it's important to open for Valentine's Day? I mean, it seems like it's been a tradition for you, but why do you keep doing it? Uh, I would have to go with we get really bored. Yeah. We just can't wait for like October to come every year. Yeah. It's like, okay, everyone's excited, everyone's ready. We want to scare people. Yeah. And now that it's become a tradition, it's like every, people come here all the time and tell us like, we had a group uh, last weekend that said they plan their vacation around this now. Yeah. That's so cool. they come to see us every February because they're busy with their respective haunt and they can never get away in October. So they come here to the coast every time for February and they want it, us to be part of their lives. It's great. I came last year, we did a story on last year's podcast. Mm -hmm. It seems like there were at least twice as many people. Maybe that's anecdotal, but it seems like it was a, a, like a fierce crowd out there tonight. It was a pretty good crowd. It's always so hit or miss. And so sometimes we have huge crowds, sometimes we don't. Valentine's Day is always an interesting one. But our marketing person, they really turned it up this year and they are amazing. And they're bringing the crowds in now. And so now that it's becoming known, we get it grows every year, just like the October show. What do you think is the biggest challenge going forward? Inflation and the recession, potential, whatnot. But then, you know, you guys are in a unique position. You're in a market that is kind of isolated. There's no competition, but there's also not a lot of support system for you guys. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I don't see a whole lot changing. We're basically the same price as a movie, uh. if you think about it respectively. So if your choice is to go to a movie where you're going to sit for two hours, yes, you're going to be entertained, or you're going to come here for, you know, probably 20 minutes or so as you go through, but you're going to get that experience where you're actually interactive. You're in that movie. It's a totally different thing. And I, with the inflation, I see people pinching down, but I don't know that they're going to back down. At least I hope they don't. Yeah. So you're seeing demand continue strong if Valentine's is any indicator? I would. I mean, I never would have dreamed in a million years that we would be getting people drive from hundreds of miles away to come see us. But the last couple of years, people have been driving from LA, which for us is about a two and a half hour, three hour drive all the way up to the north. We had people from the Bay Area and I never my wildest dreams that have thought that would have happened. I thought we'd have been limited to, you know, maybe a half hour from us. Yeah. And it's just not that anymore. People want that entertainment. The only other thing that I can really say is that we are an all volunteer organization. And I think it's amazing because the group of people that come here is phenomenal, right? You're new this year and we love having you here. It's every year we, we get new people that bring so much energy and I'm excited because you're going to be designing sets. You just don't know it yet. I I didn't know that till now. Surprise. Yeah. But uh, it's it's just fun. Everyone gets involved. Everyone gets engaged. And it's just a good, good group of people. I couldn't ask for better friends. Today's episode was edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope and original music composed by Chris Thomas. Support for today's episode comes from Gantam Lightning and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. From Dark Hour to Netherworld, Super Mario Land to Hagrid's Bike, Gantam goes where other fixtures can't. See what you're missing with a free demo? Sign up at gantam.com demo. That's gantam.com demo. The HAN team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Until next time, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.